Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Jersey Grown Podcast, episode three coming at you. We got a lot in store for you. The main one being that I have an interview with artist Kira Lee. That's right, artist Kira Lee does fantastic, fantastic work. Some of you might know her as adult film star Danny Daniels, but wait until you see her artwork. It is absolutely phenomenal. You guys are gonna wanna buy this stuff right off the shelf. We also are talking about the YouTube original series, Cobra Kai. And if you're a Karate Kid fan, you have to check this out. It blows your mind. It kind of does what Wicked did to the story of The Wizard of Oz. It's pretty phenomenal, phenomenal, baby, phenomenal. And yeah, you gotta check that out. We're also having another discussion with the master debater himself, Chris Rodriguez on the new legalization of sports betting across the nation. New Jersey supposedly is gonna be the first one to roll it out down in AC, so we're gonna discuss that a little bit. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. All that is going on on the third episode of the Jersey Grown Podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Make sure you click the link in order to listen. And of course, always subscribe. So enjoy. You will by executive by order, executive order declare the Taylor ham, egg, and cheese is, is the official breakfast sandwich of the state of New Jersey. And I would say this. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Jersey local 404. I'm from Jersey. New Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey. Well, if you're from Jersey, you're from Jersey. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Now we're Newark of all places. You know we're going to get shot. What's really funny is the fucking bank job away in Sea Caucus, I'm in the middle of the fucking weeds laying down. Yeah, right. Jersey represent. Check, check. All right, guys, welcome back to the Jersey podcast. Um, This is Marcos, and I have something quite exciting for you right now. I'm sitting here with a very, very talented artist. Her name is Kira Lee. Say hello, Kira. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Well, thank you, first and foremost, for doing this. I really appreciate it, especially for a first-time podcaster like me. I've only been at this for, like, maybe a month and a half. Ah, (laughs) I love it. Yes, I quit my eight-year job, started pursuing what I wanted to do. And it's actually funny because going on your website and yep. watching the video, yeah. you mentioned something like that. So I was like, all right, this we seems to be the right gone. moment. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I, again, I appreciate you doing this. Um, so we're just going to get right into it sure. and ask some questions. Ask away. Um, so your work is considered pointillism, right? Mm-hmm. That's, but you have your own twist to it. I do. Hey, so what is that twist? So I always call it typographic pointillism, and that's like my fancy way of saying pointillism with words. Um, I do pointillism, but instead of dots, I use letters, and I use lyrics and songs and writings that inspire me about the subject matter and have kind of evolved into what I call typographic pointillism. Oh, nice. Now, was this always the intention, or did it just kind of like I've always come liked to be? I've always liked pointillism, um, and I started to mess around with uh, lettering and um, typography, and so did they just kind of? It's kind of taken its own like way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone the life of its own. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> all right, um, all right. So, how long have you been an artist? 
I went to art school. Um, so I would say since I was born. <laughs> I'm only child, so my mom constantly, I had a coloring book or clay or Play-Doh or something to do that was creative. So, um, but as far as pursuing um, my art career, I'd say, what, four years? A little, just about. Okay, all right. Yeah, because I did read that, because I know Wikipedia sometimes gives, like, misinformation. Yeah, you never know. And I know. did read it on there that <laughs> you did go, but did you drop out? I dropped out. Okay. Um, I went for two years. Uh, I lied, and I said I was a fashion major, but I really just wanted to learn how to paint. <laughs> <laughs> and so I took all the creative electives that the school offered, and they pulled me in their office, and they were like, you haven't taken any general education? Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I just wanted to learn how to paint and draw and like brought in the, brought in my spectrum for art and they we kind of had a conversation i was like yeah like it's not really my cup of tea i learned everything i wanted to learn and i'm out see you later and you were done. <laughs> yeah oh, okay. send me the bill so now it's just like haha <laughs> yeah <see? laughs> yeah exactly exactly so all right um so i see like music is my biggest inspiration okay i write screenplays so i always gather all of my ideas from mm -hmm. music so what is your core inspiration because i see it's a lot of pop art yeah that you'd like to do yeah i'd say um my subject matter is probably my biggest inspiration um i just i like celebrating the person that i'm drawing so okay whether if it's music like for example if i'm doing mcjagger i'm like you know i listen to the rolling stones and i get inspired by that or like, the colors that I pick or the styles that I pick, it's always usually around the subject. So it's kind of just chosen just by the mood that you're in? Yeah, exactly. What the, okay. How that person makes me feel or what they, what I feel like, you know, the colors that match or the mood that matches that person. So. Oh, alright. So, like, for the one that you just did, the, the Bluto one. Yeah. My yeah. absolute favorite. <laughs> Thank I you. I love that movie. Same. I saw that movie as a kid. I found, like, the tape. The yeah. Tape. yeah. It was belonged to my cousin. <laughs> I read Animal House. I'm thinking cartoon something. Mind you, I was like maybe six years old. So <laughs> changed my life, needless to it. say. Ever since then, I've been wanting to throw a toga party. Haven't yet. <laughs> but it will happen one day. You heard it here at Jersey Podcast. Yeah, people. exactly. We will have a toga party one day. <laughs> um, so let's see here. Okay. So out of all the pieces that you've done, mm -hmm. which is your absolute favorite? Oh, my I would say like the most recent that I do is always my favorite. Okay. <laughs> um ooh, the if I had to like have one like in my house forever and that was it, I'd probably pick the McJagger. Okay. Cuz it's just so massive and I love the Rolling Stones. <laughs> so, but anytime I finish a piece, I'm like this is my new favorite piece. Then I'll do something else. This is my new favorite. <laughs> Has there ever come to like one that you were just like, oh, it's sold, but yeah, there's maybe a I should have kept it. Yeah, there's a couple that I just don't want to get rid of because I'm greedy. But yeah, I mean, it's your creation. You got to hold on to it. I mean, it probably doesn't work for the same thing for like me and like script. It can't be like, all right, I'm going to hold this on to this mine. script. It's mine. Yeah. My, um, I did a Dalai Lama um, and I sold it. And that was one that I was like, ah, shit, I probably should have kept that one because that was one of my favorites. But I have a print of it in my house. So it's cool. <laughs> all right so that works out then now all right this is actually just one off the top of my head because i was thinking about this on the ride here will you do a chris cornell one? Ooh, yeah i don't see why not if there's so many like it's crazy because i i was like well maybe i should make a list of everyone i want to do and like i just got like two pages in and i was like okay this <laughs> you're like oh wait a minute <laughs> so i think it like whoever i'm inspired by or if i'm doing a show i try and um 
doing a, like all the subjects around the show. Like I did a cartoon show, which was just a lot of fun. I did all my favorite cartoons from like my childhood to now. Um, and uh, yeah, like I love when people get commissions because they tell me like, oh, I want you to do, you know, like Muhammad Ali. And I'm like, oh, cool. Cause I've been wanting to do him. And now I have a reason as opposed to just like trying to filter into what I want, I just I get so sidetracked. I'm like that one. Ooh, and him and her and this. <laughs> it just like, kind of sprawls out. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, no, wait, not them. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully one day when I actually get up there, I will commission you. I have. I already have a whole bunch of ideas. I'm like, ooh, that would be good. Yeah, right. That would be good. The Chris Cornell one. All right, I'll give that one for free. <laughs> all right. Um, or we're gonna wrap up really quick. But I'm going to do a quick round. Okay. All right. So we're just going to fire them off. Okay. Uh, answer as quick as possible. Sure. Uh, favorite show right now? Rick and Morty. Okay. I'm a child. I love cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> now, is, is this because of the, the childhood part where your mom didn't let you watch TV? Yeah, so yeah. Are you trying to catch bit, up with everything bit, yeah, now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like cartoons because they're just, like, mindless. Like, I can just watch it and just space. So, But I True. love Rick and Morty because it's so, you know, the adult humor in it. It's, you know, it's funny. I have not watched it. Oh, I've seen okay. shirts and people, like, going crazy and they... Just signed 74 new episodes, yeah. so I'm like, all right. I like, I didn't watch it for the longest time, and then I, same thing, I saw people on shirts, and, well, and then I watched, I was like, okay, whatever. And I watched it, I was like, I binge-watched, like, both seasons at the time. I was like, oh my god, I'm obsessed. <laughs> you know, I did that with Harry Potter. I love I never Harry watched any Potter. Harry Potter, but then oh. my sister and her boyfriend, they're all about it, mm-hmm. and went down to Universal Studios, and I was like, I mean... If they dedicated an entire theme park to it. Yeah, it's got to so, be good. I got to watch it. And yeah, I, I was hooked. I, love... I was like, wow, this movie got dark. It wasn't what I expected. <laughs> I was like, it started off like, oh, it's kind of kitty. Okay, what house are you? Uh, I don't know. See, I'm a Slytherin know. for sure. You're a Slytherin. For I, sure. I think everybody always says Slytherin, right? Really? Yeah. I always get all the good Anytime I talk to anybody, oh yeah, I have Slytherin. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I didn't get into it that much, but it was good. Good series, though. I won't lie. Um, all right, so what are you reading these days? Ooh, um, I'm actually reading um, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry by Neil deGrasse. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is it working it sounds a lot. Sm- I, that made me sound a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> I'm actually doing... Uh, um, but it's great. It's like uh, he, he's done a really good job of summarizing, you know... <laughs> simplifying it simplifying all. And, um, yeah, for people like me that are like, uh, I dropped out of college. Can you like dumb this down for me? <laughs> You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's too many syllables in that one. Yeah. Just break it down just a little bit. Yeah, I actually I don't know if you know Neil deGrasse, but like I want to do. There's this classic image of him, and he has his head on uh, Bill Nye's shoulder. They're at like a conference together, and I'm like, oh, oh I gotta do that. that. It's like oh, those are my two heroes for so sure. So what would you put as? His writings and mm-hmm. Bill Nye's writings, yeah. Okay. I'd probably do like one for each. <laughs> Bill Nye, just remember that guy from I high know. school. I, I had one science teacher that never wanted to teach, and he was like, hey, we're going to watch Bill Nye again. I was like, all right, cool, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, all right, favorite comfort food? Ooh, my baking. Oh, okay. <laughs> and my. Do you agree with that? I would say if if it's sweets, and then I would say if it's like actually like food, not dessert. I would say my mother in law's cooking. Oh, nice. She's Sicilian, and it's oh. fantastic. Oh, all right. I'm not gonna lie. I'm Cuban, but Italian food is my absolute. Oh yeah. Favorite. Lasagna is my absolute favorite dish. I ever. eat her like she makes meatballs, and I eat them until like I feel like I want to throw up. I'm like, oh, these are so good. I shouldn't, but I'm gonna eat some more. Yeah. <laughs> um. Medical marijuana, yay or nay? 
I am pro uh, marijuana, medical or non, um, but I do not smoke personally. Okay. Uh, I get really hungry and paranoid, and it's awful. Wow. <laughs> it is not my cup of tea. You go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, but I'm really, I I um, dated a guy that was an activist, and I'm 100% for it. It's just, okay. you know, my thing. Like, I don't also don't like vodka, but go oh, at it. No, you know what? Yeah. You're on the same page. Yeah, I'm for... I turn into an angry drunk of vodka. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. me too! <laughs> he goes, like, my you... friends are like, bro, you were out of control last yeah. night. I was like, really? <laughs> What happens? I like I'm like a werewolf the next day. Like, was the moon full? Like, exactly. And they're yeah. like, oh, you broke a, a toilet. You bent a handle on a doorknob. We don't even know how you did that. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. So yeah, now I just I'm stick to beer it. and whiskey now. That's it. <laughs> um, absolute favorite song ever. Oh gosh, uh, when I'm 64 by the Beatles. Oh nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, good choice. I like that. Uh, latest music That will obsession. also probably change in five minutes, because that's oh, yeah. a really a tough question. <laughs> She's like, I might be driving home and yeah. hear a new song and be like, yeah. oh, that one. Mine is uh, Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Oh, yeah. That song still gives me chills. Like, I'll, I'll be driving through North New Jersey, that song comes on, I don't care, windows down, blasting. <laughs> Oddest looks I ever get, and I'm just like, that's right, that's right. Um, what did you ask? I totally... The latest music obsession. Like, what's your new favorite band or artist Cardi B. oh yeah i am cardi b obsessed yeah, cardi oh my b god obsessed. i'm a total I cardi the, b i think the world is obsessed with cardi b i i can't i, love, I can't either i'm sorry, i'm with she's him. so god awful that it's fantastic it's like watching a car wreck <laughs> like it's like that morbid curiosity like i can't look away but i have to just see what's happening oh but, so it's like, like people's obsession with jersey shore yes yeah yeah, yeah. You, like, born and raised here i don't like that show whatsoever <laughs> it's nah, it's not for them, me but none of them are from new jersey yeah i know that's the funny part <laughs> yeah. and but, i've actually i went through something and that's a whole another story but i went through something in seaside and i've never gone back it's been like 15 years. Yeah, it was not good. Just that place for, I guess, my complexion. Yeah, doesn't work out very well. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Yeah. See, I'm not from here. I'm just like, this is a whole new. You're like, oh, okay. Right. Works, works, good to know. Works well for people with our last name. And no, that's yeah. about it. Uh... Yeah, exactly. Like it, it was. It was. I mean, not to sidetrack, but um, a friend of mine. He's half Cuban, half Italian. Mm-hmm. Mainly looks Italian. Mm-hmm. It was Labor Day weekend, and he was like, "Yo, I want to go down there. They got this big party going on." I'm like, "No, let's just stay up here. Let's go to the city." No, no, no. Come with me. I was like, "All right, fine." So we get down there. We stop at a liquor store. I buy two beers. He buys like a fifth of vodka. Chugs it <laughs> before we even get into the place. So we get inside, it's completely slammed, and then he just gets drunk, like, immediately. I had one beer, we walked around, the place was packed, so he's like, all right, I want to leave. I was like, all right, let me go close out, I'll meet you outside. Yep, get to the bar, they tell me my card's not going through, I call my card, it's fine, come back, people started throwing cups at me. What? Yeah, calling me the N-word, and then I get kicked out of the place, and then I'm like, all right, fine, whatever, and they had my license, it's the only thing I wanted. Because yeah. I was one of those yeah. to take your license. So I see a cop coming at me. And I was like, all right, cool. The officer will help me. Officer, here's the situation. Shut the fuck up. Keep on walking. Oh, my God. Oh, I was arrested and detained for two hours. Sat in a jail cell. Nobody wanted to help me. And then finally the captain comes out and goes, oh, yeah, we're sorry about that. 
<laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. So, I mean, till this day, everybody's like, why didn't you sue? And blah, yeah. blah, blah. I was like, I was not even 21 yet. Well, no, 21. Yeah. I don't want to go through that whole process. So Let's never go there. So, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, Seaside, but if it's a new mayor or whatnot, I'm sorry. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> I just messed it up for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, last one. Um, any advice that you would give an artist who is trying to make it to the level where you're at right now? Oh, that's sweet. I don't think I'm at a level, but that's very sweet. Um, keep going, I guess. Like, even if you have to work a second job or um, it's a struggle, I guess, just, like, keep painting even if you like I don't know like it's hard because I really know an artist that doesn't have another job (laughs) (laughs) if you're creative you're working at least two or three (laughs) yeah and I think that a lot of people are afraid to keep painting because they have another job but I think Mm -hmm. people should realize like that's just completely the norm and creativity is important all right cool well again Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I appreciate me. your time and talking with me. And you should say hello. I mean, you're sitting here in silence. <laughs> hello. <laughs> hello. You did have um. It, it's her husband. He's been sitting yes. here quietly, patiently, yes. and looking dapper. By the way, yes. I'm just going to let you guys know. Um. So yeah. Again, thank you so much. And uh, yeah, guys. Uh, where actually, you know what? Let's put that out there. Where can people see your work? And also purchase your work. You can see my work at CureLeeArt.com. Um, you can also purchase there. I'm on Instagram at CureLeeArt. Um, same with Twitter. But yeah, you can see most of my work on my site. All right. Awesome. Well, you heard it, Jersey Podcast people. That is uh, Kira Lee, the artist. And you really need to go check her out. Um, it's fantastic work. And again, thank you. Anytime. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> All right, everybody, I hope you enjoyed that really, really awesome interview with artist Kira Lee. Now, if you didn't have a chance to grab that information that she gave towards the end, I will give it to you again. You can follow her on Instagram and on Twitter under at Kira Lee Art. You can also find her on Facebook uh, under Kira Lee. And of course, you can always go straight to the source and visit her website, KiraLeeArt.com. Once again, that's KiraLeeArt.com. If you want me to spell it for you, that is K-I-R-A-L-E-E-A-R-T, just in case you needed that. So I want to also take some time out to mention the space where this show was held on Saturday. Um, Really cool spot in Lyndhurst, New Jersey called the Media City Studio. And that is ran by a very, very cool dude. His name is Felix. Felix, thank you for having us. And thank you for allowing me to use your office space to record that interview. Really, really cool of you. Um, It was a pleasure to meet you. You guys have to check this out. If you are a photographer or videographer or a musician, uh, make sure to check them out. The Media Studio. You can find them under The Media Studio on Facebook and also at The Media Studio on Instagram. Um, They got a space for everything. They have a green screen room. They have an all white room. They have a recording studio and a bunch of other spaces that you can utilize 
to perfect your creation or and, and or performance. Um, it was really awesome because I really did get a chance to meet some other individuals um, who I actually want to get onto the show. There were some other artists as well as a rapper. Um, her name is Ray Renegade. That's right. I mentioned you, Ray. She dropped me one of her songs uh, while I was there, and it was absolutely phenomenal because it is real hip-hop, ladies and gentlemen. If you have been listening to my podcast, I've been discussing that I have not been a fan of hip-hop for a very long time because of the fact that it's all that... Yeah, I can't stand that shit. And Ray Renegade definitely has some skills, and I'm telling you, some skills... So you can actually find her on Instagram under ray.renegade. Um, she has some links in her bio to her YouTube. Uh, and you can check out some of her work right there. But we will definitely be looking forward to having her on the show to kind of school us on what makes her tick, where she gets all these fantastic play on words and producing real good hip hop as I and her agreed upon. So we're going to move forward. Um, we got a conversation with the master debater coming up, Chris Rodriguez, about the legalization of sports betting that just took place this week. So stay tuned. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Jersey Grown Podcast. I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. As mentioned, I am back here with my brother from another mother, Chris Rodriguez, also known as... Do you want to say it or can I say it? Can I say it? Come on, you want to say it. The Master Debater. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Master Debater is back with us. He loves it, loves it. You, you could tell by his little girl school uh, giggle that he loves the name. He'll never say it out loud, but deep down inside, he does love the name. And uh, I invited him here today after he busted his ass at the gym playing some racquetball so we could discuss this uh, new topic that actually uh, came to be today, this morning, and that is about the legalization of sports gambling and uh by the looks of it new jersey is the guinea pig we are the test run to uh give this a ride outside of what nevada right outside well, of vegas it was the new jersey state law supreme court that passed the uh, judgment so passed a new law basically striking down the ban on legalized sports gambling so yes new jersey will be the first of the states aside from the exception that Las Vegas holds. Okay. All right. Because, I mean, anytime I thought about sports gambling, I only thought about Las Vegas or, you know, running numbers and bookies, like the old mobster days. Yeah, <laughs> um, which, apparently, it seems that that has already been put out there that uh, mobsters and the mafia are going to be a little pissed off about whoa, this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Easy with that talk. We're not trying to get whacked out here. Hey, we ain't getting whacked. Hey, I'm just telling the truth. I ain't pointing any fingers, but you guys yeah. are probably a little upset about this, and it's going to fuck up your numbers. <laughs> Now, but do you think that they could just easily just develop a more legal way? I mean, the mob has to be tech savvy by now, right? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, this is definitely putting a hurting on their numbers. I mean, it probably won't happen right away until they actually develop a platform to do the sports betting. Basically, what's happened today was they overturned the federal ban on this law. So now they have to create the means and the ways of how to gamble obviously atlantic city is going to get a much needed and much deserved boost in income um and monmouth track and uh down in monmouth county is going to be those are the two major pushes and outlets for this for this ban and for this opportunity so as far as the local bookies don't worry guys you guys will still be able to talk to your peoples uh, this probably won't happen for at least a couple months, a couple years, if so. But you think it'll take that long? Well, I mean, it, basically, it's gonna you're gonna have guys develop apps on how to you know create these daily sports, kind of like what uh, Fantasy Kings did and the daily fantasy sports sites. Guys are gonna create apps or create websites or. You're going to see, like, uh, out in Vegas, you'll have, instead of jack, uh, you know, slots, it's going to be little kiosks at, you know, your local Wawa or Quick Check and say, hey, you know, you put 25 bucks on the Giants today. So, uh, so kind of just like when you go in and you're like, oh, I'm going to play the pick three just because. It, it's going to be that until they develop that technology. I mean, they're still going to be using outlets like bookies, but. Eventually, True. that will become the norm. I mean, and then until you get all the big sports having their own, you know, I mean, all the major sports right now have the same sentiment where they feel that sports gambling is bad or could create problems in the fact that it would affect the integrity of the game. But as you start, you know, seeing millions and billions of dollars being thrown around through all these different avenues, they're going to want a piece of their pie, so they're going to quickly change their rhetoric to, yes, we want them. And you'll be able to go to NBA.com and put 25 bucks on the Knicks. I mean, you won't do that right away. because uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, But that's besides the point. You know. But it gives that possibility to... Actually, it will be, because the, all the big four are going to want their piece of the pie. Now, it's crazy, because all I could think about right now is, like, with this being announced and the way just... The, the world is heading with, you know, open sexuality and open gambling now. Don't you see it kind of almost looking like this world from Back to the Future 2? Uh, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, it would be cool to have that little sports almanac. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all wish we had the sports world almanac? <laughs> but, I mean, it's definitely, basically what this, this ban, this overturn of the law, basically what did it told this the states told the federal government to you know stop rubbing your nose in our business and that's basically mm -hmm. what they told them. this is a state's idea this is what the people of a state want to do and leave us the hell alone because we're gonna do it yeah even our uh former governor mr uh christie uh tweeted out today saying that and i quote 
a great day for the rights of states and their people to make their own decisions. New Jersey citizens wanted sports gambling, and the federal government had no right to tell them no. The Supreme Court agrees with us today. I am proud to have fought for this right of the people of New Jersey. That might be one of the good things, one of the few good things. And one of the few good things, aside from really excellent you know memes. What, though, he actually did that, I think it was back in 2012. Yeah, when he first started. He's been starting it for a long time, so you know what? I mean, it took At that time, we all kind of saw him with a little glisten in our eye. We're like, oh, you're right. You're not so bad. But that changed. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen anything from our, our current governor, uh, Phil. I did not see any type of announcements. But also, and I'm reading an article off of USA Today, um, that the NFL released a statement. And what they said was, we intend to call on Congress again, this time to enact a core regulatory framework for legalized sports betting who also will closely work with our clubs to ensure that any state efforts that move forward in the meantime protect our fans and the integrity of our game. So that, just to chime in on that, I mean, you're going to hear that from almost every major sports league, and you're going to hear the same rhetoric and the same verbiage, which is they all want to protect the integrity of the game. Now, I can understand that. I mean, going back in history, we're going to you know mention the 1919 Chicago Black Sox, which was basically an all-time great team that went down for trying to fix the World Series. Um, so, you know, I can understand that teams or the leagues have the fear that, you know, that this sports, this influ influx of cash is going to, you know, determine how ruin the game. games and, you know, ruin the integrity of the game. But I will tell you this, that's what the NFL has been saying for many, many years. And, and it I still happens. And, but I can guarantee you that once the they actually find... Oh, outlet, blowing up. <laughs> they find an outlet to actually start betting on games. And once it starts rolling and money starts rolling, I mean, as of last year, they had an estimate over $150 billion, that's with a B, billion was spent on just illegal sports gambling. Uh, you tell me that when they actually get to do it legally, you don't think that the biggest sport in this country is going to want a piece of that pie? I can yeah. guarantee you Roger Goodell is going to do a 180 real quick. <laughs> He's going to dip his hands in the honey pot well, for I sure. That, that's just the reality. You know? So, I mean, for the time being, I can understand why all the commissioners are, you know, basically saying the same that you know they want to protect the integrity of the game but you know what when when people are spending 150 billion illegally mm -hmm. and it still hasn't changed the outcome of the game so imagine now legally yeah when everybody has their hand in the money pot and then but it's going to be more transparent uh -huh. it's not the guy you know down the street or in the back alley that's you know <laughs> the guy behind the guy you know, behind the guy, the guy behind the guy behind the guy <laughs> You know, now everything's going to be tracked online. You're going to be the same way that you bet on Fantasy Kings. It's going to be on your iPhone. It's going to be on your on your Android phone. So there's going to be a quick track. They're going to know who put what money where, and especially when you go to collect the money. You know, it's not like you're meeting a guy in the back alley. You got a duffel bag of cash. <laughs> you, know, you know, Uncle Sam's going to get a piece of their pie off the taxes. Now, I don't personally do any type of 
fantasy stuff. So how would this affect the fantasy world and how you guys, you know, I know there's more sites out there where you can win big prizes. Would this affect it? Would this make it better? Will well, it increase I, the prizes now? I or I think they're two different animals. Um, you know, fantasy sports, it, it's really, a, a, you're a fan of the sport. You may be the biggest Yankee fan, but, you know, Mookie Betts, who's an outfielder for the Red Sox, is probably the best outfielder out there. Or Mike Trout, who's a local Jersey guy. Got a shout-out to our Jersey people. You know, Trout. you're, you're going to draft these guys because they're the best at their position. So instead of just being a Yankee fan, you now become a fan of the sport because now you're following multiple teams. Whereas sports gambling, I mean, you can bet on anything from who's going to score first or who's going to have the, the winning score and what's the over-under. So I think as far as who's going to be affected, I think the daily fantasy sites will probably take a hit because I believe that was the closest to legal sports gambling. And the fact that instead of waiting out a whole season to determine a winner, you can just determine a winner by the end of the day. So I think those kind of sites are going to take a hit. Uh, but, you know, gamblers are gamblers. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, right. You know, you really love the Giants and you're that hardcore, you're going to bet on them. That's true. Yeah. But do you think this is now going to be a lot worse for people with a gambling addiction? Uh, I think like I mean you did it illegally anyways but now that it's legal and you can just sit there at a casino and be like all right well that's the whole thing now you essentially with this new ban once they create the different avenues you won't just have to go to a casino to make the bet I mean you you can sit at home just through an app or something you don't have to go to a specific place to buy a lotto ticket it Mm -hmm. could be the gas station it could be 7-eleven it could be you know uh, at Target, and as you're walking out with those machines. So, I mean, you could essentially go to a Garden State Mall and that kiosk where they sell you the, the crazy smelling face scrub, and there could be a, <laughs> there can be a kiosk right next door to go place your bets on tonight's game. So, I mean, granted that we're talking a couple months or if not years ahead of time, but that's essentially what it opened up the floodgate for, this new technology. You think NJ Lottery Commission, like the Lotto Commissions, would eventually develop some type of game well, I, for this? Because you already see that they now they've jumped into like bars and they have like those quick little yeah, yeah, bar games that you can try to win cash. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I mean, think I don't see why not. Right? They might as well just put their hands in it. Also, I think of it. I mean, the the bars that already had those little bar games. Can you imagine at a time like March Madness or during True. the World Cup? I mean, they won't have. They, it's going to get to the point where at the bar, there's not going to be any free space to hold your beer because they're going to mm-hmm. want machines everywhere. Everybody's going to want machines up. You know, it's almost the same mm-hmm. way as you go to the Las Vegas airport and they got you know. Yeah, slots, slots machines. machines everywhere. <laughs> you know? Which I'm going to tell our audience right now. I don't watch a lot of sports, and I also don't gamble. I went gambling the first time in Vegas, was up 75, then lost 85, and that was the last and first time. I ever gambled. It's not for me. Um, so that's why I don't, that's why I invited Chris on here because he has knowledge of both worlds. Um, which, by the way, you know, you haven't played poker in a while, right? It's been a hot minute. Well, see, I mean, that, but that's just my personal preference as far as gambling is concerned. I really, like, if I go to a casino, I prefer. 
playing actual hold'em poker because you're not actually playing against the casino. You're not playing against the house. You're playing against other people. So even though there is a big uh, portion of luck involved in the game, it's also skill. Skill in the sense that you don't necessarily have to be holding the best cards to win the game. You just have to make the other people believe you have the best cards. So as far as gambling, I mean, I like that kind of gambling. I'm not the type to really go hit the slots or bet on the game. I do do fantasy sports. Uh, I've been doing it for many years, uh, baseball and football. Um, but I, it's actually made me more of a fan of both leagues. Uh, mm -hmm. So I like all around, as all opposed around. to just one team. I don't really participate in the daily fantasy sites. Um, I feel like it kind of took away from the fun of what fantasy sports is. But hey, you know, to each his own. Um, as far as is it going to create more gambling addicts? I mean, listen, people are going to. If you're an addict, you're already doing it one way or the other, whether it's legal or illegal. Uh, now that it's going to be legal, is it going to be easier? Maybe. Um, you know, but maybe instead of you picking up the phone and calling, you know, Joe Schmo down at the corner and say, hey, put 20 over there, you're going to actually have to slide your credit card in somewhere. And if you don't have that 20, you're not going to be able to make that bet, mm. um, you know, which could be good or could be bad, you know, and then if you lose that bet, you know, is Joe Schmo coming, knocking on your door, bust some kneecaps, or is it going to be the bank putting up a foreclosure sign in your house? Either way, it could be either, either way, you're going down. Either way, you're going down. So, and then I just saw this. So, I mean, this is from what is this? I think the Daily News. Apparently, they spoke to defense lawyer John Marangolo, who represented Gotti Jr. and Philadelphia mob boss uh, Joseph Skinny Joe Merlino, and he is stating that yes. This will have a detrimental effect on the mob and anyone who tries to make a living through this type of vice. Well, I mean, it's almost the same way as all the uh, the states that are legalizing weed, you know. But no, these all these street yeah. dealers out of work. Right down in the corner, you know, with the goody goods. Now, you know, he's being put out, uh, putting out to pasture right now. You know? <laughs> and now he's on unemployment. <laughs> you know, but. Um, as far as the legalization of weed, I think it only makes it better to fans of, you know, weed because you can go to a store and pick your brand. And now you're not just relying on, you know, what he has today or what he's got in store for this week. Or if he will even answer the phone. Or if he will even answer the phone, you know. Now you don't have to wait on someone. Now you can just go to the store and pick it up. So in the same way that, you know, if your bookie was busy taking other people's orders... Now you don't have to wait for a book. You can, you know, just you straight from your phone. Go, it's going to be straight to an app. Right from your phone, Boom. right from an app. There you go. For any of you app developers out there, you might, you might here. there's a freebie for you. No, Start you working on that shit. Actually, shit. Sure contact us. Yeah, time. contact make us, sure and we'll make this happen. We'll get you the actual funding for it. That's, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So we're going to wrap this up. Um, so really quick, massive debater. So at the end of the day, are you for this or do you think it's just going to cause more I, chaos? I am for it. I think it's going to create an influx of cash to both the sports and the states. Uh, and I know every state right now could use every dollar 
that they can get. So if we can fix one more pothole in this state, I, I'm all for it. <laughs> you know, um, and and for the sports themselves, I mean, it's just gonna throw more cash at them. So hopefully they put out a better product. Whatever for the leagues doing. themselves. For the leagues themselves, it's gonna be more money for them. It's gonna be more advertising, There's more, more revenue, more on the line. It's going to be more online stuff. I mean, you're going to get a little varied. So hopefully it translates to a better product at the end of the day and more cash for the state to fix said potholes. Mm -hmm. And in the future, a lot more missing, quote unquote, referees. (laughs) It might get to that point. There might be more foreclosure on homes, but there'll be less busted kneecaps. There you go. It balances out. If you lost... Your house because you were gambling. Then I'm sorry, shame on you. But you can I rub that finger. But you can walk. But you can walk, so you can at least get a job to get it all back. <laughs> all right, guys. Hope you enjoy that little segment. If you do have any comments or questions or concerns, definitely reach out to us through social media. DM us at Jersey Grown Podcast. That is our Instagram, and then at Jersey Grown Pod on Facebook and on the Twitter. Uh, or you can email us at jerseygrownpod at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you if you want to add your two cents that you are more than welcome to. Uh, Master Debater, any final thoughts as in like Jerry Springer? Holler at us. Jersey Grown. That's how we do. That's how we do. All right, guys. Until the next episode. Peace. Later. Wax on, wax off, paint the fence. That's right. You guys all know where that line is from. And the reason I'm saying that is because I am super excited to discuss the YouTube original series, Cobra Kai. I have finished the entire thing. It was actually very, very awesome. I mean, if you were a fan of Karate Kid, then you need to check this out because it kind of blows the doors off of what you thought and it flips the script and they actually say that term in the show itself and they truly do flip the script because, I mean, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you want to watch the show and you're looking to watch the show, then you might want to maybe skip this segment for now and then come back to it. But I am going to drop some spoilers on here. So the basis of the show, as you could tell by the name, Cobra Kai, is revolving around Johnny. That's right. Fucking Johnny Sweet the Leg. And his outcome after all these years since that day of the tournament where he lost to none other than Daniel LaRusso with the crane kick. So it picks up all these years later. And... Johnny is like this full-blown loser, pretty much. And you kind of hate him at first, and you kind of don't. And then meanwhile, at the same time, big old Daniel LaRusso is now some hotshot in town. He owns like a very, uh, uh, I guess, awesome or popular uh, car dealership inside the town. And, you know, everybody knows his name. Everybody refers to him as the karate guy. So eventually what happens is that it kind of, like I said, flips the script. And Johnny finds himself kind of taking care of this kid that lives in his building who's 
you know, gets picked on and so forth. And so now Johnny turns into a sensei and he starts teaching this kid to defend himself. But he still has that Cobra Kai mentality of, you know, strike first, strike hard, no mercy. And so it's it's this weird back and forth that you feel because at some points in the show, you actually feel hatred towards the guy that we love so much, Daniel LaRusso, you know, Ralph Macchio. And this is why I think the show is phenomenal because the twists and turns that they actually added in were surprising and it, it really pulls to make this dramatic series come to life. And that's really what I want to call it. It's it's somewhat dramatic because of all these outside things that come into play uh, amongst them. And it also rocks because you have this phenomenal 80s style to it where they still do, you know, the whole montage with the classic 80s song or beat while somebody's out on a date and all the 80s music that's in there is fucking awesome. So... All around, it was a phenomenal series. I, I I can't lie. It was pretty awesome. So you definitely have to check it out. Like I said, especially if you're a uh, Karate Kid fan. And I think most of the world is. If you aren't, I don't know what's wrong with you. But yes, you definitely have to check it out. Now, one of the things that actually stood out to me during the show was where there was one point where Daniel LaRusso was talking with his daughter and she was i think on the phone or something and he came in he wanted to talk to her and she was i guess texting her boyfriend at the time or the guy that she's seeing and she mentions that to her father to daniel russo and she was like oh i'm just texting so and so and he kind of pauses for a moment and asks her just texting words right and it kind of made me laugh because i guess the the realism of that is I'm not a father. I, so I don't know this, but I know a lot of guys out there that have a daughter. Um, some of them being like my really close friends. And I have to wonder is this is the new norm, right? To worry about with your daughters. Um, make sure that they're not sending out nudes and all that stuff into the interweb. Cause it's a really fucked up place out there for a kid right now. I mean, back in the day when we got bullied or picked on, it was just at school. And most of the time you were able to just leave it there because, you know, there was no Internet, no social media. But now shit gets crazy. And apparently it's a lot worse with the females these days because it doesn't go away. You get picked on at school and then suddenly now there's a whole bunch of shit on you on um social media they're making videos of you on facebook and you see this throughout the series as well it covers that topic and that kind of does get to me because i fear for all the young uh cousins that i have the female cousins that i have as they're growing up in such a generation where it's kind of vicious i mean it it's it's forever on the internet and a lot of these mean girls these days at school they think it's funny but they don't realize the overall damage that it's causing. And I guess, yes, even when we were kids, if you get picked on or bullied, it does cause overwhelming damage. But this, I feel, goes a lot further because, like I said, it didn't follow you home. You were able to 
graduate high school and not talk to anybody. And then you go ahead and you do your own thing. But it's this living thing, the Internet and social media, that it could follow you. You're just going to be known as that one guy from the meme. And it's kind of fucked up. And so I thought that that scene from Cobra Kai was kind of cool. And it made me wonder, it's like, how am I going to feel when I'm a dad? And I have a daughter. I mean, I don't know if I'm going to have a daughter. I could end up having three daughters or four daughters like my uh, my brother. But at the same time, I might not. Who knows? But if I did, I might freak the fuck out, to be honest, because I worry as it is about just my family members and my friends. So when this is my own flesh and blood and I find out they're getting picked on, I don't know. I might go a little ham on some people or some... I might go Hudson County, all right? That's right. I said it. I might go Hudson County on somebody. But hopefully, I do end up raising a fantastic daughter who knows better and knows how to stick up for herself and so on and so forth. But again, going back to the topic at hand, if you have not seen Cobra Kai and you're a Karate Kid fan, you have to check out the series... I highly recommend it. It was funny. It was dramatic. Very well done. And I didn't even know that uh, Will Smith is an executive producer on it. So, you know, there was some definite thought into what would take place in this series. And I look forward to where it's heading because the way it ended is pretty cool. And we're going to see some true competition coming back to those old days between Daniel LaRusso and Johnny, which, by the way, the guy who plays Johnny does a fantastic job. I was actually kind of skeptical about it, considering he's kind of been out of the scene for a little bit. Um, So I didn't know if his acting chops would be up to par, but he plays the role quite well. And yeah. So, again, you got to check it out. Cobra Kai, it's the YouTube original series. You do have to watch it through YouTube Red. You have to subscribe. So I know that right now they give a free trial, so you can kind of check it out and give a gander. But, yeah, you definitely have to check it out. So remember, Cobra Kai on YouTube, peep it. And then if you have any comments or questions or just all-around BS that you want to shoot at me, let me know through social media or on our Instagram at Jersey Grown Podcast or on Facebook at Jersey Grown Pod. Or you can email me your rants or thoughts at jerseygrownpod at gmail.com. So enjoy that. Remember, strike first, strike hard. No mercy. <laughs> All right, guys, stay tuned for a little bit more of the Jersey Grown Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Um, So I'd hope you take note from that last segment. Do not spend all your money on gambling on sporting events from here on in. It might be legal, but please have some self-control. Don't lose it all in one shot just because you're going to go fucking ham this football season or start betting on really dumb sports like fucking water polo and shit like that. So just enjoy it, but don't get too crazy, all right? That's a public service announcement from the jersey grown podcast series now i kind of want to discuss a couple of things that are going on this upcoming weekend of the what are we at uh oh yes starting on the 18th ending on the 20th um first one being a birthday celebration for one of my other brothers from another mother his name is val 
he is one part of the uh, polyrhythm music duo, uh, duo, <laughs> duo, uh, duo. Um, they do really awesome house music. Fantastic. Uh, I sound like Trump, right? Don't I? Fantastic. They do fantastic work. Now, we're holding an event for him um, at Le Grand Hotel in Manhattan, uh, Friday, May 18th. Um, it is a lounge. It's part of a hotel. The, the party is called House Con Leche. That's right. For all you Spanish people, House Con Leche. That's house with milk for you white folk. Um, so if you're into the house scene and you want to fucking dance your ass off and have a good time, definitely go and check out this party. Again, that is on the 18th on uh, this Friday. Also, uh, on Friday, if you are a beer fan, and that's right, as you know, the Jersey beer, uh, the Jersey grown beer boys will be attending the uh, birthday anniversary. I think it's eight years now for NJ Beer Co. in North Bergen, New Jersey. They do every year a uh, grand event where they got like food trucks and the owners there and there's just beer flowing everywhere, specials on pints. And now uh, this year they have recently merged with 902 brewing so there's a lot more brews on tap so if you are a beer fan and you want to check this event out it is being held on friday and i believe it starts at 4 p.m or 5 p.m no yeah 4 p.m all the way up to 10 p.m at night so go check it out if you haven't tried one of their beers before i think i suggest you do um one of my favorites should be out soon which is called beach watch which i think they're actually dropping this friday hopefully so we're going to have a little taste of that again. Welcome in the summer. So, yeah, those are two events going down this Friday. Uh, if you want to check them out, once again, that is House Con Leche for my boy Val's birthday at Le Grand Lounge, New York City. That's Friday, May 18th. And then also, if you are a beer fan, go to NJ Beer Co. in North Bergen, New Jersey for their eighth anniversary birthday celebration. Hope to see you guys at either or because I will probably be attending both. That's right. A podcaster never sleeps. So stay tuned. We got some more uh, stuff for you coming up. Bye. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to episode three. Once again, be sure to follow us on all of our social media. You can find us on Instagram at, at Jersey Grown Podcast, on Facebook at Jersey Grown Pod, or feel free to email us at jerseygrownpod at gmail.com. Um, we're also on the Twitter now, and we're kind of feeling a little weak, so definitely find us on the Twit and give us a follow. That is at Jersey Grown Pod as well. Uh, Thank you again, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Kira Lee, also known to some people as Danny Daniels. Um, also, make sure to visit uh, the sites or the social media for the Media City Studios. Again, that's the Media City Studios. If you need a space to do an art show or to do some recording or to do a photo shoot, make sure to reach out to Felix over there at the Media City Studios in Lindhurst, New Jersey. Also, a big shout out to my brother from another mother, Chris Rodriguez, the master debater, for jumping in and having that discussion with me. And that is all, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, and of course, 
don't forget to watch cobra kai you have to watch cobra kai i want to get some feedback from you guys let me know what you think of the show if you thought it was as awesome as i thought or maybe you guys thought it was cheesy i don't know but i do want to know at the same time so make sure you hit us up uh on the direct message on facebook you can email us or you can just leave a comment on any of our social media posts and i will read it and get back to you so thank you once again and i look forward to all of you coming back next week for episode four stay safe everybody jersey grown podcast